Well, earlier today, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, announcing some $252 million in federal assistance for farmers and food processors. All right, $252 million worth of assistance that uh, farmers in particular have been desperate for and asking for. Uh, Let's welcome in Keith Curry. I know we've got him for sure. Keith Curry is the uh, vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, and he joins us now with more here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Keith, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Okay, $252 million. That is a big number, but is it enough? Is it enough to really make a difference for farmers and food processors? So I think, uh, just for a little clarity for your audience, this is sort of the breakdown of what that number means. Um, As far as primary agriculture, we're looking at $50 million for beef producers, $50 million for pork producers. There's a $25 million slush fund built in there just sort of as, as a buffer. Uh, the rest of the money is going, $77 million is going to food processing for safety equipment, uh, personal protective equipment, these kinds of things, which is very much welcomed. And then, of course, $50 million uh, to food procurement to uh, go to uh, shelters and food banks, et cetera, like that. So actually, primary production really is looking at $100 million for sure, but potentially $125 million. So to put it in perspective for your audience and for yourself, um, Imagine you and I were outside watching a house burn and I handed you a pail full of water and said, good luck. Uh, that's kind of what the announcement means to us. Uh, we're happy to see that they recognize that that we are an industry that needs help. But the reality is um, it's been a long time coming. We've been asking for eight weeks to, to sit down and talk with us and, and let's have a discussion. And um, this is what we uh, arrived at. All right. Is this something that the agricultural sector, were they not involved in when it comes to not only the amount, but uh, where it should go and what needs to be done? Well, nearly two weeks ago, the Canadian Federation of Agriculture consulted uh, all our national commodity organizations to find out, get an assessment of what the hurt to date was. So this was uh, two plus weeks ago. And uh, what came of that was uh, an aggregate amount of $2.6 billion to that point. And that wasn't to make us whole. That's just estimating where we're at from a loss perspective at that point in time. So now we're two weeks past that date. So those losses amounted even more. But we put in the ask for $2.6 billion. Uh, so when you look at the perspective of the $100 million or the $125 million that's going to primary egg, it uh, doesn't really quite measure up too far, does it? Yeah. What is the biggest concern right now as far as you're concerned? Well, from our perspective, uh, certainly there's been a lot of focus in different areas. Certainly the, the protein sector, the meat sector is suffering from a, a greatly reduced uh, capacity of processing right now, which is causing backup on the farm of, of livestock. And when that happens, uh, A, the farmer isn't sending uh, product to the processor, so they're not getting paid for it. Plus, they're incurring the additional costs of keeping those animals longer on the farm. Uh, from a welfare perspective, I mean, cattle, we can... You, you have a little bit more wiggle time, but with pork and and, and poultry in particular, once they meet uh, their market weight, uh, you really don't have a lot of wiggle time there to uh, to, to maintain them for very much longer. Then it becomes an animal welfare issue, and so you know the last thing we want to do is is to have to euthanize uh, herds and flocks because that's a obviously isn't good for for the animals themselves, but depopulating livestock herds and flocks has long-term ramifications because when we get through this, when the processing gets back up to some sense of normalcy, we can't just flip a switch and have that, that 
the size of herds back up in overnight. It takes months to years to build uh, those herds and flocks back up. So there's long-term ramifications for, for food pricing there. But we have other industries that are desperately in trouble. The ornamental sector have just come through their, their busiest time is, is Easter through Mother's Day. That's uh, 60% of their business. And now a lot of them have quarter million dollar compost piles up behind the greenhouses because they've got nowhere to sell. Equine industry is, is in a real mess. Uh, thousands of horses across this country are in, in dire straits because there, there's no money there to, to maintain them. Uh, the mushroom industry, you know, with the, with the closing down of the, uh, the restaurant sector, pretty much closing down the uh, the, uh, the uh, restaurant sector. There's lots of uh, horticulture operations like mushroom facilities and even the folks in the Hall of Mars that have packaged their their products and storing them over winter now have nowhere to sell them. They're dumping the product. So pretty big economic devastation. And, and really what we're looking forward looking for is just help us keep our head above the water, not only to keep maintain the food production now on the grocery shelves, but post-COVID-19, there's a real opportunity for, for food and food production to be that economic driver that we're going to need because there's a lot of industries that are going to be very slow to recover, but food production won't be one of them. Yeah, you mentioned a second ago you just can't flip a switch and get production ramped back up, and it's amazing just the spin-off effects that come from something like this uh, pandemic. Uh, sometimes things people might not even be aware of or think of uh, right away. Just how concerned and worried are you and the entire sector when it comes to Canada's food supply today and into the future? We have a, a really robust food production system from farm to fork. And, um, you know, will we run out of food? No, we won't. But the selection will be quite a bit lot less. Um, you know, and you're, you're looking, you're going to be looking at a significant increase in prices. I mean, and I mean significant. Right now, the average Canadian spends about 10% of their income. Uh, annually on food um, you know so if you can imagine a ten dollar head of lettuce or a twelve dollar cucumber in the store shelves next winter i mean that that's a real there's a real chance that'll be a reality yeah no i can't imagine a ten dollar yeah. head of lettuce <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, but that that's that's kind of what we're looking at if we don't find some kind of relief to to fix this problem and and uh on top of that if you look at ontario alone there's roughly 840,000 jobs in the agri-food industry in Ontario. A big chunk of those are in the greater Toronto-Hamilton area uh, in, in food manufacturing. If the farm uh, the farm output is not there, that means the, the processing won't be there to be had either. That means job loss. Not, not right now, but in the future, if we can't continue to supply, that means job loss. So there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts here in this industry where the number one economic driver in Ontario uh, you know, like I mentioned, 840,000 jobs, is a lot of jobs. But if the processing uh, doesn't have uh, the product coming in to be processed, uh, then then people won't be there to work. So we, we, we're just looking to make sure that we maintain a, a level of food security because um, right behind healthcare, and I'm, I'm happy to see them spending whatever they need to on healthcare, that is a priority. But food security should be next in line. And unfortunately for this government, um, we're nowhere close. All right, Keith, you mentioned a second ago that this basically is a pail of water on a burning house. is $252 million. Uh, where do you and your organization, the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, where do you go from here? Just to continue to lobby the government? Well, I think we I think we need to draw to the concern of the consuming public, and uh, we don't want to we don't want to panic people, but we need them to be contacting their their MPs and in particular the the Liberal MPs to say, look, you know, look after these folks because I don't want to have to be trying to feed my family on the budget I have now when food prices are going to double or triple or, or even higher 
uh, into the future. And and by the way, I, I, I like the economic impact that this industry has. It's very positive, and I don't want me or members of my family losing uh, losing their job because one in eight people in this country work in the food production system. So uh, it, it's pretty significant that way. So I, I, we really need that reach out by the general public to uh, to the government to say, hey, you know, take care take care of the not just the farmers but the the, the entire system uh, to make sure that we have food security going forward. All right, Keith, appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff. There goes Keith Curry with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture.